Hello, it's Rebecca here and the Horse Podcast. It's been a very busy month. We've had Aachen, we've got Weg coming up and Carl Hester's been in Australia. And talking of Carl Hester, today's interview is Vanessa Way. Um, I guess the words honest, passionate and generous are words that could be used to describe both Carl and Vanessa. Um, uh, Carl's been Vanessa's trainer, friend and mentor for quite some time now. Vanessa's enthusiasm is infectious. She's driven and focused and she was kind enough to give me an interview a few months ago at the Sydney CDI. Vanessa is a star of New Zealand dressage and she came back, that started, she started her dressage after a really nasty rotational fall in her eventing days. Um, and since then, she's really focused on the dressage and has spent many stints with Carl in the UK. In the interview, she talks about training programs for the horses, the importance of the training scale and getting horses' backs up and lifted. She still believes the bridle is quite misunderstood and we must work harder for on ourselves to get, you know, good lightness of contact. And she, and she also discusses the key to handling those really sharp young horses. And people, fix your hands and give yourself time. That's her advice. So what's it really like to ride Nip Tuck and Vallegro? And what's it like to train with Carl and Charlotte? Find out from Vanessa. So... Have you got any time limits? No, I'm finished. Okay, so a couple of hours. I need to make sure I have some water, though. So just do you want to go and get water no, now? No, I'm fine. Are you sure? I've had two bottles down there. Oh, okay, you're fine. <laughs> do you need to go to the loo? No, I'm fine. Oh, I sweated that out my armpit, so that's oh, all good. good. And I've lost my pen. That's excellent. I've got another one. Okay, so um, I guess just to start off with, what did you think of the horses and oh, stand-up sort of thing? I was really impressed. Yeah. I was really impressed with the horses, the quality, yeah. um, the presentation of them. They, it was a total class act and, um, yeah, I'm really impressed. Mm. And what was the, was there any, like... Stand up. Who is your? Oh, you well, I love the Palomino of course, yeah. but there was to be few. You can see to right at the end and say there was so many good moments and so many lovely yeah. horses. Um, I, when I look back now, on my first four-year-old, the big horse. Yeah. Um, because I was not experienced at coming into the. You know, I hadn't done this before. Yeah, yeah. I look back at him, and he. I, I really liked him. He was a. When I look back, he had a super even contact and I think I was a bit daunted uh, with the, the size of him and the canter but, oh, yeah. um, and I haven't ridden you know all day I was a bit you know, stiff <laughs> I might look 32 but I'm actually not <laughs> so I did I literally and I think you know, to be fair to the horse I probably was a little bit nervous so yeah, I look back sure. at him and I think if I had to go back on my day and probably alter anything I would definitely alter his rideability okay. as a horse he was very evenly produced that like, beautiful in the contact and yeah so I think you know you always come back and go that would be my correction would be give him a, yeah. maybe a higher rideability yeah. I don't think it would have affected the total outcome but I still think you know it was very interesting you just about felt like the four year olds were easier in a way than the oh, older okay. but whether that's because by the time they're up the riders mould them which is yeah. highly likely as well yeah do you um, think any of them like that you felt they were a bit over organised or over helped more think... so as I went up the grades to me yeah. like, you know I've spent a lot of time 
trying to develop as a writer and mm. trainer. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time, and I did a, my job at Mr. Hester's was riding the young horses. And okay. Shane for riding and competing and training, he always gave me good rides on the Grand Prix and I yeah. had to retrain my own Grand Prix which I would have said I'd trained it honestly not great yeah. um, and so I've spent a long time being really honest about what you do and I I still, like when you watch Carl and Charlotte and every time it is they do ride with a far lighter contact okay. and so I think that we do try and it's still here that we're trying to help horses too much, too much yeah. and so I think that's what I've worked really hard on as a rider and it's and I go back every year and I ride all their horses yeah. and it's still something I'm always fine tuning yeah. how light those horses over there really are and how reactive they are to the league yeah so and that's the I mean okay you can't tell me the whole training process in five minutes but what for you for what they do to get their horses that light what's the key or what's the process I think, I think the number one thing, like I think, to be fair, if you, as people watch me when I train, they giggle because I'm very much like we ask off a one or we go into a very forward seat, and, okay. I, and I do a lot of reactions. And um, what was the so okay re, uh, to me? Process, I think the number one thing is you've got a little horse balance, and you've got to get the engine quick. And yeah. that's what Carl always says. Like the first thing we always do is make the horse fall off the leg. Yes, yeah. you know, like. You've got to remember to get a, for a horse to be on the bit, it's because it trusts the hand and you ride it forward to the hand and yeah. then you catch the energy gently in your hand and you communicate it back. Yeah. And I think, you know, and you know, the horse, that's the big thing for me. You ride, number one is the response to the leg, and number two is like when the horse is generally forward, then you, and it's not, it's just you're catching. You're not, um, you're not pulling it back, you're catching the energy to your hand, the horse trust your hand it bounces up off the bat yeah so I think that is yeah. I think maybe riders try too hard to create a frame yeah and at the end of the day it's the horse creates the frame for correct training so when and I guess you could say oh, I don't know I'm not putting words in but if you're getting that reaction off the leg but then the horse is starting to sit there from the energy you've got to play with your lateral Absolutely. stuff to yeah and I did a new, and like Charlotte used to crack me out because if I she used to say if I didn't move my fingers she'd chop them off I'm sure she was but it's just like probably you know <laughs> uh, the thing is with your hand is it's like a communication. You've got to remember the horse's mouth is similar like your own. And I yeah. I believe if you've got a numb hand, it's a numb horse. Yeah. And it's got to be a chewy, light feeling. Yeah. And if you you create a hold, you know, you don't yeah. want to create a hold. Yeah. Uh, I always say we don't ride with strength. We don't ride with hardness and that it's basically it's like taking a child for a walk you know two year old yeah. that feeling that, of a nice feeling it's not a bad feeling yeah. so I think the bridle is still the most missing yeah. we had some horses that didn't probably trust the hand enough today that okay. maybe a bit light and so we want them to those ones we want them to push from the hind leg and feel that they can take my hand in a positive for a one yeah. so we did have a couple of horses like that that I was just trying to get them to trust my hand to take it not to hide behind it yeah. because yeah. you still need to feel the horse's hind legs in your hand but it has to be in the most beautiful way yeah and then the ones that are a bit heavy well they need to be balanced absolutely I guess, they need it? to take the weight in the hind leg so always if a horse is on the front it's not on the hind leg so yeah. then you can do whatever you like to the front that's yeah. absolutely bollocks change. you've just got to keep rebalancing the hind you've got to put them on the hind leg and there's a couple I just keep throwing the rein and away at them because yeah. I'm not going to hold them it's like up to you look after yourself and if, if a horse came to you like that would you be first okay sitting in your hand 
you need to get it off, you need to rebalance it. Would you be doing forward and back stuff, transitions, or a lot of lateral stuff? We're not, it depends the age group, you know, like we're yeah. very forward on the young horses, and I think they laughed a lot. I, all my stirrups, I, I mean, I'm not tall by any means, but I, we do ride a very short stirrup. Do you? Carl always says if your heels aren't down, your seat's not down, but also the young ones, we're very forward as an off their backs. Okay. And we did a lot of young horses, we were in jump saddles, because oh, really? we don't want them on the hand, we want them to react forward, we want to be, okay. them to be allow the reaction so they're they're not getting hit in the mouth they're not getting hit in the back because if you're behind the movement that is exactly the same as hanging on their front so you need to if you're going to react to horse off the leg you can't catch in the back you can't catch it in the mouth both those things are just equally as bad yeah yeah. So it's very forward, and, I, yeah. and people think I'm an unusual trainer. Okay. In the fact, how, but I'm not. I've just had brilliant trainers. Yeah. My first one was Michael Putz, and he's a, you know, he did all the baratas, and he never rode to a high level, but he was always about a perfectly balanced, correctly trained horse, and and I'm lucky to have always followed trainers along the same, and yeah. obviously I've got amazing friend and mentor in Carl, who yeah. not only he trains, and you know I've been going there for twelve odd years, yeah. and it's absolutely perfection in every way is never unfair or unjust every every day I could put my hand in my heart and I've never seen anything that's not absolute amazing training and he is the most he's an inspiration in every walk of life but and I love that about him (laughs) I love yeah I mean you know he's a very good friend to me but we're very similar in the fact how we believe horses should yeah 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 so um what was I going to say What's the thing you know? Is that the thing I guess you notice when you like you haven't been there for a year? Say you go there, I go every the year. But I think the main thing I remember when I go over there is the light. I always look for the rain, and I still keep going. You know, are you genuinely got the horses in self carriage? Are they really under your seat? Are they really in front of your aids? And, and I think I keep saying the older I get, it goes back to the training scale, and it's unfaultable. Yeah. So like we can kid ourselves, but if there's anything in that training scale, straightness, contact, yeah. it's all. It's it's there and you need to address that and be 100% genuine about that because and you know I I remember years ago and I trained and I rode I was an eventer and went to dressage and I didn't do it well at all and I'm honest about that Um, I didn't really know but I remember trainers in the past saying, oh, you've got to come out exhausted. And I can 100% say that's absolute bollocks. Yeah. You, when I know now I'm way more when I'm riding well, I'm more of an artist. Yeah. And I'm just balancing the yeah. control of my horse. Yeah. And I'm doing far less. Yeah. So I don't ride with strength at all in my yeah. legs. I don't, I mean, I absorb it through my core the best I can. Yeah. I'm obviously not Charlotte. But, um... It's all to me about riding with feel, you know, yeah. and um, that's what I concentrate on is the art. Yeah. You know. But the thing is, I well, what I saw, your back is soft. You know, you get a lot of people driving. Yeah, and, that, and again, that's pushing the backs too. away, and that's where we put the young horses in jump saddles. Because you need, you forget the horse has yeah. to round its back like a spider. Yeah. And then you tilt the balance round, and yeah. all these people, and I think that's why, like, some riders read a sheet and they think uphill, and they instantly go to the pole, and then they hollow the back, and it's like, no, it's yeah. Relative collection. Yeah. And so again, like when the rider's behind them, I always say it's like putting a human on your shoulders and leaning back. You, you're now dragging a weight. Yes. And so, and as Carl said, heels down. It's like allowing the back up. Yeah. And you watch Charlotte ride. If anything, you'd say she's more in a forward seat than yeah. she's ever back. Carl's the same. Then they'd never be behind the movement. Yeah. Because that would be worse. Because as Indeed. soon as you're behind, you're behind in your ride bridle. Yeah. You're behind in your body. Yeah. yeah. So I try to work. As I said, I'm definitely not in their lead. Yeah. But I'm totally motivated and 
keep going to try and ride the best I can and yeah. train the best I can. So how do you maintain, like, you know, you, you go, I don't know how often, like, how, how long you'd go for, but, you know. I've you, been going different times. I did a year at one point. Yeah with my own horse and then I did, I've done a few times where I've gone over and Mr. Heath has given me some amazing opportunities to compete as into ones and okay, he's I been incredible stay. so I've stayed stay. five or six months yeah. um, I had to be careful with that with my team at home yeah. uh, my, I do, do you manage draw, that? Oh, well I've got um, my best friend Debbie Deacon is a Grand Prix rider and she lives next door and I've got amazing working pupils and, you know like my, I train a lot and I've, I yeah. try and train along his way so yeah. I think yeah. we try and train the best we can yeah. so it is hard I don't go, like, now it's down to a six-week period. Okay. Six weeks. Um, so when you come back and you've got to maintain it, what's your I video a lot, yeah. um, very much in video. I've, as I said, my best friend is also a Grand Prix rider, yeah. and we work together Some on a daily basis. Ground, and yeah. I have very good young riders, which I help. My teaching helps me the most. Yeah. Because I'm doing okay. 50, I do, oh, te- seriously, I'm teaching 50 to 60 lessons a week because yeah. I'm self-funded. Yeah. But every time I teach, it's a mental correction to me. Yeah. So I'm getting repeats, all, whether I'm writing, teaching an amateur, yeah. I'm teaching Grand Prix, I'm getting a mental repeat of what to do, and I ride the horses from the ground. Yeah. And like Carl always believes, you cannot teach what you haven't taught. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I've taught several horses to Grand Prix now. Yeah. And, and as I said, and everyone's got better because of my, yeah. my I've got better. Yeah. And now it's become far easier. The yeah. horses um, all find it lot easier these days because I'm more clear on what I ask yeah. you know we play I'm very much into making it feel good for the horse like yeah. my horses all play a little bit piaf by five but it's ter- definitely a play and you probably yeah. even see it's piaf but by the time it's seven it's it very though. piaf yeah. but it's all done and my horses would never say no because there's never a conflict yeah and there's never a reason to say no yeah do you do other like cross training stuff with them? Or? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like when I was at Carl's, we only did four days, so I totally follow his program. Uh, as I said, he's my the beach as mentor. Well, I go to the beach. I went with Carl. He's dangerous. He galloped off on me. <laughs> he's naughty. Um, so yeah, I do that all the time. The horses never do more than four days in the arena. That's yeah. the honest truth. Yeah. And the girls, they hack them up the hills. We've got amazing hills. Oh, We've got yeah. right, they the go awesome every cool. day yeah. for a hack before they come in the arena. Oh, do and they? Hack and everything goes up the road. Cars, trucks, whatever. Okay. Carl laughed because he said Jesus because we rode to the beach and we had trucks and that he's like you're going to die and I said no but that's when my horses cope because yeah. I'm bad I'm an ex-venter yeah and I know I think that's important so you are crazy well. no. so we are crazy my you're a Kiwi like, eventer yeah. I mean huh? yeah I know and, and I train all of the venters Clark and Johnson yeah I'm crazy and yeah. Abby hates hacking me because she says I'm crazy because yeah. I find new tracks and bush marks and so yeah I do a lot of hacking yeah. they all cross train so when did you switch from eventing to dressage oh she's a long time I had uh, I was actually quite accessible I did up to to three star eventer yeah. but I had a terrible rotational fall oh, 98 and my horse broke his neck and I broke my back in five places I had a year off while I was obviously getting re-amended and then again I'm a softie if you haven't worked it out I'm not a person that's a tough trainer it's not me and that's why I think Carl and I gel I'm yeah. soft and he always says to me sometimes you've got to be a bit more ruthless well I, I'm just not so that's fine yeah so um and then I did a event. I, I just didn't love anymore. I okay. honestly felt so much guilt because I'm such a softie yeah. that losing a horse back then would okay. have been the worst thing. And yeah. you always think of someone better like Mark Todd or something like that. So it was a terrible thing. And then I and I just honestly was a crap show jump. I had to work really hard at that. So I sort of fell into research. <laughs> I, I, thought, well, actually, yeah, well, I was actually quite good at that, I thought, because I used to win that. But then, yeah, so then the journey began. Yeah. And I trained my first one to Grand Prix, albeit not as good and I trained different trainers and I soon how did you pick out. your trainers 
even through it's interesting. I, I started first. I remember someone saying because you went to Carl before it got like crazy big. Like, yeah, he was I, always I, I mean, good, he, I mean, to be fair, I mean, don't forget my venting, and I've helped the venters my whole career. I've taught at Olympic and coached Olympics and all games for venters. Yeah, and um, and I'm Ford, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> basically I'm very good friends with Vaughn Jeffries. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. I, I knew Carl through Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've always loved him. Yeah. And um, and again, I was a guinea pig. In fact, he sort of offered me Charlotte's job, and that was going to happen. And it sort of life changed things. Yeah. And it always makes me laugh. It didn't happen. Yeah. He saw me ride, and he offered me a job back then as wow. a rider for him. But I ended up stalking him from then on, and that's yeah. pretty much our relationship. Okay. I liked his mannerism. Okay. He made me, you know, we, we you know, obviously we met through... Born as yeah. friends, but yeah. we also got on really well. But yeah. I loved his training. I've been Harry Bolt was incredible. I first went dressage and I tried to get better, and I was like, oh, I'm just not convinced. I had people telling me it's going to be hard and strong. I was like, this is crap. Yeah, I was, I was know, thinner then, to yeah. be fair, but I didn't like it. Yeah. And then I watched Harry Bolt do great things with the Australian eventers, and I yeah. thought, well, hold on, he's an eight um, Olympic medalist, and he lives in Perth. That's a lot easier than trying to get Michael Putz from Germany. Yeah. He's also got a lot more experience at Grand Prix. So I got Harry in, and Harry was absolutely great to teach me how to ride a Grand Prix. I went from 51 to 66. Yeah, That's okay. no kidding, wow. thanks to him. Yeah. But then I thought I needed more, and I, oh, as I said, I've been backwards and forwards with Carl, with Carl for a lot. And then he said to me, if I get my qualifying scores, I can go over there. Yeah. And that was, the, to me, okay. my absolute breakthrough as a rider. I was going and living with him for a year, yeah. and he gave me a team of horses, and um, and he mentored me, unbelievable. And how do you learn feel? I'd ride my horse, which I and I wouldn't let Charlotte or anyone ride him. And Carl said, "What are you doing? You're over here to go to the Olympics." I said, "No, actually, the Olympics would be nice, learn. but I'm not." I said, "To me, I want to learn to be a better London, rider." Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I did a year, and I said, "I want to be a better rider. It's my fault, yeah. and anything then that's horses, me, and I don't. I want to know, fix it." Yeah. So he. He, you know, he, he said, looking back, he totally respected me at the time. He wanted to go nuts. You nuts. But it was not that he did, and, yeah. and um, but I just know, I just knew yeah. I had to get better. It's an opportunity. Yeah. So and then he'd put me on the B grade Grand Prix, which I thought were great, and Charlotte thought weren't so great. But to me, it was wonderful, and yeah. so I learnt feel. Yeah. And then I could mimic that back yeah. to my horse, and in exchange, I had the young horses, and that's where I was my forte in the barn became. He said. He okay. hadn't had a young ride. He couldn't find people that could ride the young horses yeah. like I could, yeah. where I didn't have a problem. Why do you no, think it was? Was it I'm just because you're brave? Sim- I'm, I'm brave, but I'm sympathetic. Okay. I'm very black and white. Like, oh, okay. You know, I will keep my pressure on, but as soon as they reward, I take it I'll off. Take it off, yeah. And I've always been... And I think a horse generally wants to give you the yeah, right reaction. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you, but you just, when the pressure is on, you have to keep the pressure on till you get the right reaction. Okay. And you do have to be brave. Like, I'll be yeah. honest, there was Katie Bailey in the barn, and I always said she was fearless. And there was me, and we did have to ride some very, you know, sharp young yeah. horses. But once I'm on, I'm, on, I'm a venter. So you're on, you're okay. Once, well, once I'm on, I'm just on. I, I'm a, I'm taking, take it on. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll do what I have to do. And, um, and they, again, I learn amazing skills. Like I learned sharp horses need a feel, and you couldn't ride them long. Geez, you'd be off yeah. two seconds. I remember yeah. the first one. I was like doing three sixties backwards, and I was like going nowhere very fast. 
And Charlotte's like, keep it up, they keep the bit up in the corner of its mouth, so you're going to be yeah. very much in the ground. So I learned uh, again a positive pull in a good way because yeah, you, yeah. You know, we didn't stretch some of those sharp ones. You yeah. couldn't. You yeah. had to get the trust and get them forward. So I learned you amazing help, skills. Yeah. So I mean, I was always done young ones. That's all I've ever done. Yeah. I've never. I've always trained a horse. My yeah. parents. I'm not from a horsey background, yeah. and I got a horse off nothing and trained it so yeah. I've been and I've been training horses since I was 12 years old yeah so yeah. that's just what I do so <laughs> I just had to do it with a lot more style yeah so yeah. it was pretty cool and as I said and he always said he let, I went into the barn I worked for my spot and um and in exchange man how lucky was I mm. incredible why is Charlotte so good She's, well, she's everything, I suppose. She's, um, well, she's good because of him, obviously. Yeah. You know, she's had the best horse, the best trainer. She's brilliant anyway because she's got an exceptional feel naturally to collection. She's mentally tougher. She's a competitor. Yeah. You know, she's mentally so strong. Yeah. Like, I remember I once asked her, I said, oh, do you ever get nervous? And she looked at me and she said, why the hell would I do that? And I said, oh, just, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I actually, and she was a professor. We do the same stuff every day in the same room, 20 by 60. She said, what the hell is there to be nervous about? I said, good point yeah absolutely yeah. you know so her brain's just not wired like it's that it's not wired like and that and also yeah. you've got to remember she's got he is the most incredible mentor yeah see like you just yeah you've got to they're the most beautiful patch they're the yang of the yang together yeah, yeah. Like she's I always says now because he could easily he's so friendly and loves life he could easily take a back seat but she's like granddad get in that saddle she keeps him going yeah. she keeps him alive well that's so he perfect. said that to me yeah like that's why London kind of happened yeah. for him too cause and Charlotte it's keep going now and, and Charlotte's still the same like she drives him really? in a great way and they are the perfect mix and they both know they're the perfect he comes mix comes down she yeah. lifts him up yeah, like she'd like ride them 25 times a day and yeah. he's like no you can only ride them 10 times today <laughs> and he'd go I'm not going to ride at all today yeah. I mean last time I was there, I had a blast. I was whizzing around on a lot of the horses and, and going into Europeans. And, and she had to say, Look, you know, I was having a good ride on Nip Tuck actually. And uh, he was like, She's like, Nessie, I'm really sorry, but today I'm going to kick you off it because Fanny's up there. He's got to get on the horse. Oh, right. Granddad will say, Had to get on the horse. You know, he needs to get on today. Yeah. And he's like, What? 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 And she's like, Granddad, get on get the on horse. You've got Europeans this week. You know, and he, but you know, he's so kind. Yeah. I mean, I've been to trainers who else would let you ride their horses. Yeah. You know, I mean, who yeah. thinks you though? Yeah. He is, honestly, like, he is the most magic person. So you've probably ridden all the horses. Yeah, I'm very lucky. So what's, um, okay, what's Nip Tuck like to ride? What's Belegro like to ride? Nip Tuck is very sensitive. Yeah. Um, he's different in the fact that he's longer in the back and he's, um, you've got to keep him connected it's very light and you can't ride it too fast and out of balance because okay. it's longer in the back okay but super um it's obedient tricky. super trained tricky. very very sensitive With it, no? No, no no hot very yeah. sensitive and hot shies all the time past sea yeah every day same spot spooky absolutely spooky he's a spooky thing but he's a you know they've done the most incredible job because mm. it when first it changed this to be erratic and yeah. to see the journey honestly from a five-year-old right through is amazing. And like most people, well not most, but a lot of people would give up on that. Well, Charlotte, there was a big argument in the barn for many years, like she used to say, granted, why are you bothering? He'd look yeah. at it. You know, I just think, again, he just becomes more my legend, as he says, you know. It's yeah. about, he doesn't, he's like going to show how what amazing riding and training does. Yeah. And he does it every time. Yeah. It's like, we can't get scores like that no. because we don't ride like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, one yeah. day, my dream is to one day, you know, I keep dreaming and you have to say that, but yeah. he is the best. Yeah. So he's he's different like that. I mean, Villegro is just a different. Yeah, go, go, go. Villegro's, um, 
unbelievable. It's got the power, it's got the reactions, the sensitivity. Carl said the day it was born it was always reactive. Okay. Total credit to Charlotte that she's kept the horses incredibly in front of the leg. It's yeah. got so many gears in it. Like I remember wow. thinking I was flying around being amazing. He was like, well, what? <laughs> like, well, this is like amazing. Is that nothing. I'm like, oh, really? Oh. Touch a few more buttons and you're up. And literally my cheeks are on the tail. And I was like, what? kidding? No, it's amazing. It's so many gears. Like literally. So you think whisper. you're there going really forward, really up, yeah. really nah, up. The power like, they ride over there because the horse is, not, is like... We'd and it's not speed, like it, yeah. it is p- impulsion, oh, like yeah. real genuine impulsion. Yeah. And it's just back to that forward yeah, and back, getting totally. the forward, balancing back. And the horses that like, as I said, so reactive. And yeah. Charlotte's done an incredible job of, you know, obviously yeah. training it. So that is beyond words to ride. It is yeah. the dream. It is, and it, I mean, when you get off, you're never exhausted physically, but your stomach I, hurts because it's absolutely it's like, so exhausting for your core. Yeah. It is a core horse through and through. Do they, do you do any core work? Like, for that? No, because I'm working too hard in my living. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I so do, annoying. I know, but I do ride a lot of horses, yeah. and I do try and ride my, and to be fair, I've got friends that have got cores like Arnold Schwarzenegger, put them on a horse and they can't stay. So I do think yeah. a lot of it is You've got to ride, specific. don't you? Yeah. yeah. And like Carl is definitely a rider that rides more off his back. Yes. Um, Charlotte rides more off her core. So yeah. I think it's, it's personal. Yeah, and thing like too. Carl definitely doesn't do anything off a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinks. Yeah, wine bottle. So, uh, yeah. So I think it is definitely sport specific, yeah. which is hard for the amateur if they're one horse. They're one or two horses. You know, yeah. like I look at Charlotte and, you know, people say, yeah, please, she's amazing. But, you know, she had several horses to ride before she rode a Grand Prix with yeah. the best trainer in the world and you're yeah. not just getting one repeat you're getting 10 repeats a day and then by the end of the week oh that's 70 or 60 yeah. you know what I'm saying so she might have never in a Grand Prix test how has she ridden that Grand Prix test 100 yeah. times with the best trainer in the world saying yeah. yes no yes no but she's no, so no, she's not nervous. No. Oh, exactly. You know, it's a, you can see this, there's absolutely science behind it. Yeah. Like, you don't sit there and go, oh, you know, it's a dream. You're, you're delusional if you think it's a dream. It's a full damn package yes. that's made that yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And Carl was definitely the key of that package yeah. in every way. You know, he didn't have to keep the horse for himself. No. He saw a vision of a team. And he's just, that's what I love that's about it. him. It's just his nature and everything. Yeah, he just keeps happy for people. Oh, he's taking me to week, for goodness sake. He said, Do you want, I'm like, well, you know, like, he's got a million people in the world. Why does he want to take me? Yeah. Oh, okay, do clean speech for him. <laughs> but you're dedicated too. Yeah, and that's and what I mean. He's get on so really well. good to me. He's so good and to me. And that's important because you could have, and I think he said that before when I spoke to you, know, you can have the best trainer in the world, the best rider, but you have to have. Gel. Yeah, and that's why I always picked about him. It was his, um, well, we rapport really well. Like, um, he gives me confidence and my, you know, belief in me. Like, he's always, like, I've always thought, you know, I'm a Molly Manta, or what Charlie's going, you're Manta, what are you doing? And he's always made me believe that I'm not. You're not, yeah. You know, like, because you're from New Zealand, you know that as soon as you go to Europe, you're actually, what are you? Yeah. And so you do yeah. feel it. I mean, yeah. I don't like, you know, we're always brought up to, not have an ego. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. our nature is like, you know, yeah. don't think you're something you're not. Yeah. And especially the way I've my parents brought us up. <laughs> so to have someone actually say, you know, you actually got something I yeah. believe in, it's like, yeah. really? Do you think we can that? do you think we can do it from here? How is that? Like that's I mean it, to be honest, 
until I not come last. No, okay. If you said to me, Vanessa, I want, I'm going to give you a million dollars and or whatever. I want you to be in that podium. You know exactly what I do. I'll be putting my horse in a plane and I'll be training every day at the best train in the world, just like Charlotte. And I'll be riding a team of horses. I mean, that's what I'm lucky enough that one day I hope I'll have a good enough horse, and I will sure as hell do that again. Do that, yeah. as my dream again. Yeah. And if I don't have a rich owner, it doesn't matter. I'll, yeah. If I believe you, I've got the horse, I'll sell something. everything and I'll do it. Yeah. I don't. You know, I've got to wait to know I've got the right horse. Yeah. It has to be a horse that's going to get me into the semis. You've got to go yeah. there with you the top training. Just, that's the it's, thing. It's trying to get the training. It's not. It's the training. It's the training. I mean, I'm, I'm doing my best, and I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. But I think, and also the exposure to the big shows, getting yeah. in there and getting your horses. You know, some horses are competitors, some horses aren't. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. the thing, like Valigra, here's a competitor. Yeah. Some horses, like, I've got horses that get outward. I've got a horse, a couple of horses in the past that do go inward. Mm. They're really hard to ride. Yeah. You know, a horse that gets nervous inward, it's the same as nervous outward. Yeah. But it appears a lot and yeah. a bit harder. Yeah. So, you know, I, I truly, if you want to get a medal and you look at any sport, you've got to be in amongst the best. Yeah. You've got to be, you know, I think what we have to do in Australia and New Zealand, if we really want to go, right, let's be dog-minded and get it, make it happen, you've got to pull every resource. You need to get your judge. You need to do, like we did at Carl's, a lot of test riding, like mock okay. riding. And he'd get judges who put me on a... So you get judges in to... He gets people in or friends, you know, and he said, okay. and we'd be... And Carl's eyes impeccable from a judges' school. Yeah, but we'd, yeah. we'd do mock, we'd put the bandages on, the plaids on, off the corner, riding a test at X amount of time. Okay. And, you know, we, I think we've got to utilise that a lot more. You know, judges, they, especially over here, you know, we've got good judges also, huh? amazing judges. But judges can tell you this is a nine, this isn't yeah. a nine. And I think we need to... If we go, as Carl said, if you're going home... Back to your country, you need to get your judges to judge you, Vanessa, and get every bit of feedback you can. you can. Because, and I think that's something, if we really want to be pig minded and make it happen, we need to then host events here, trot squad training, get the local kindergarten to come and distract you, right? And make noises. Pressure, and, you know, yeah. so okay, you can look yeah. at books and go, you know, we could try it. How, how much do we want to try it? Yeah. You could say it's a darn easy at Mr. Hester's, absolutely. But Maybe if we pulled more resources, we could. But you need to really mimic the events yeah. and you need feedback from the judges. You need to be absolutely hard on yourself as to why yeah. you're not getting... And, and, you know, how do I get a nine? Yeah. And it has to be genuine. You can't look at there and go, oh, the judges don't like me. You've got to take responsibility and go, was that a Valigra nine? And yeah. I think that's the reason I love going back yeah. every year is I, need to, I keep myself honest and I go over there and I go, sometimes it is a bit depressing because you go... Oh, yeah, but you've just, I'm just all about yeah. genuine. Yeah. I always said if I'm honest and not to myself in every way, I can sleep. Mm. So that's what, it's even when I teach, I'm honest. I'll never tell any fibs no. because that's my nature. I'd never, it just, Do I you can't. have, when you teach, because you obviously teach a lot, is there yep. any stand up problems you see all the time? Like, yep. Okay. Most people with the hands. <laughs> yeah. Most people. Why, why is it like, why is we that do everything message... with the hands every yep. day? Yeah, but. We know this. And because you've said still got years, trainers. I'm sorry, you've still got way too many trainers saying. But there's still really, like, yeah. uh, too many trainers still saying to ride when I get the horse that's not pulling enough to the bit. Or yeah, there's, there's obviously still coming back from training. It has to be. Because yeah. the judges aren't saying it. And I don't know, there still has to be. And then again, Carl would say, if people aren't producing these horses to top scores then how can they teach you to top scores? So, you know, there's still... Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, that, the reason, you know, I compete all the time and I'm trying to keep my scores up yeah. all the time and I try and, you know, I'm in my own zone. For me, it's all yeah, about yeah. owning and being a purist to what I believe in. Yeah. And I try and do it to show people, look, I'm not going to do it in a bad way, I'm going to do it in the best no. way. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying I'm Charlotte, but I'm just saying I'm trying to You're train trying my to be horses the best really you can nice get better. show you yeah. that you can train you can them in a better it. way. Do you and send videos over? Yeah. Yeah. And I keep in contact with them a lot. Yeah. You need that, don't you? Yeah. How many horses have you got at home? I own seven, but they're all like, I've got two, a foal, a oh, okay. year, two Benicios, and I've got a first romance that's about to be broken in now. Yeah. I've got two prestiges. I've got a five-year-old. He's prestige. I've got a seven-year-old prestige. It's going really cool. He does all the Grand Prix easily in a nice way. I've got a eight-year-old that does um, he's into one, and I'll take him level in, into AB. And I've got a nine-year-old that's just done the into ABs. It's about to that now step into Grand Prix, which is quite exciting. Is he like a Tokyo host? Again, I'm so. But I mean, I'm not about. If, if we're funded, of course you go. Yeah. But when you're funding yeah, yeah, yourself yeah. again, I, when I go again, I want to do my year with Carl. Okay. I want to do yeah, it properly okay. again. So for okay. me, is he good? I'm not going nowhere. That's more important to you. It's all about percentage. Yeah. I mean, I'm not an ego. No. I'm but more you want to learn. I feel like you just, you, your priority is... Semi, I want to be 72 here. I have to be 72 in New Zealand, Australia. Okay. And if I'm 72 consistently in a GP test... Yeah. Then yeah. I'll go over to Mr. Hester okay. and get made to a 75. Yeah, okay. That was, and if I can't do the 72, I'll just keep working and do the best. I mean, again, I'm self-funded, so I've got to enjoy my life, which I do. Yeah. And I love teaching my pupils. Yeah. So I've got a really good life, and yeah. I'm really... You know, you can. I don't want it's to hard, become cancerous, it? but no, there's people I that want to. You know, I, I am who I am. I have yeah. heaps of funding, yeah. but I have a very good life, and I and I love yeah, what I do. It. So I think, oh, you've got to be a realist. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm not. Charlotte, and Charlotte always says, "Nasty, when you can't do it from over there, it's like lovely." But I haven't got sponsors that are gonna, you know. Yeah. pay for everything Charlotte so I've got a, I'm a realist yeah. and you know as long as I come it, over and do it, it. And, and enjoy what you do yeah. and you know there's so many pros about Australia and New Zealand our horses live incredible lives you know we, we have incredible yeah. lives I mean look at the end of the winter it sucks yeah, I know. so there's, you can always be oh green yeah. eye but you then got to look and go look how much amazing our horses have these incredible backgrounds you guys in New Zealand you know they're really up in the breeding maybe we need to resource that you know look at what we can do in our own countries more and be yeah. a bit Kiwi yeah. Australian, you know, we are very good at being underdogs, yeah. both of our nations. Yeah. You know, maybe we could work more to Australian music. Who knows? Yeah. Australia's got What's more money um, than us. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Competition makes a race. Yeah. I'm proud of our Kiwi riders. I yeah. do believe our training in New Zealand is matching you guys now. Oh. If not, no, they're doing be careful really what you well. say there. But, I mean, I, I'm no, proud of us. Really well. yeah. Yeah. I think we've got good good riders and and you think of the numbers you know there's not a lot no. of no so we are we are I think I'm proud of my, my yeah. fellow riders that I ride with yeah and I'm proud to say that a lot of us top riders all work together quite yeah. happily yeah. like I'm help them and they help me and yeah. we are very much um, on the same page there's no we don't have egos and you know it's yeah. really good yeah I suppose we're not dealing with money and most of us all own our own horses so we don't have that's to fight for owners either it's kind of nice though isn't it it's really good I own it I mean I've got one horse that's owned by a sponsor that's been with me for so many years and um, and again we bought it not for a lot of money and we produced it really it's well nice. and, and they just love it and yeah. I love it and we're excited yeah but I mean I trust them like family yeah 
Yeah, you got to have that, don't you? Yeah. And with stable management, like especially Carl and Charlotte, what else do they do? I mean, oh, it's natural. Their horses are so happy. So we, we they, are they icing all the time and doing no. this? Stuff? Well, well, not no, really. we, we've got our heat lamps and stuff we use in the winter, yeah. and they're very. They've got amazing um, physio who's okay, great. Yeah. Marnie, she does a lot of work on the physio. Okay. Um, we do a lot of hand walking, like going into the Olympics. To be fair, it was obviously we with ten metal horses, so they weren't allowed to. We hand grazed all the time. Yeah, in fact, yeah, I said yeah, I yeah. spent more time for Legra than Charlotte did because yeah, yeah. I was the tether. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand walker. So we did a lot of hand walking, okay. a lot of tethering. Um, obviously, when we're not under such huge pressure, then the horses do, and they've got little paddocks yes. and they go out for a couple of hours. However, if those horses run, sweetie, we run. You know, it's a little <laughs> bit of a motto. Like if they start to go, we go we faster go. to bring them in. Yeah. Um, but they're in and out all the time. Yeah. Um, they're very Definitely. happy horses. The young horses actually live in big groups, and he's got ginormous paddocks. So they live out in a group yeah. of like three or four yeah. in the field. Quite happily. This horse is just a happy. Don't well, they are happy because yeah. you couldn't, you know, got the best feeding Saracens, Kentucky equine. Yeah. You know, it's an expert barn, yeah. but they're they're treated so kind. Every Sunday, Mister Hester goes sneakily down and he takes a treat for every horse in the barn, even my Arvin, who was annoying. Aww. Yeah, he's just the sweetest man. He yeah. visits the birds. So you know, of course, it, they're in a yeah. and, and it's like you're in a barn that I love that's producing medals and there is no stress and it's Everyone's nice happy. to know that it's <laughs> possible normal, think, no, in some barns it's nice to know that you can achieve because I've been to some stables and top riders over and I always thought you know if that's what you've got to do to be the best I've been the same and you just say it's just nice to know and I have no reason I to know. think otherwise yeah. that you can do it like he's I went well I, can, I did um, Harry Bolt taught me to many stables and I remember some famous names I went behind closed doors yeah. and I just walked away and I said you know and this is the same and if that's what it takes to be the top stuff it yeah, I'm not no interested I, as I said I've got to sleep at night and yeah. I love yeah. my horses yeah. and, and at the end of the day I just want to be the best and help I love my teaching yeah. and, I, and I've got all my pupils probably are the ones that are the most in New Zealand that give me my push yeah. I love that it yeah. excites me my ventures you know I just love the fact that I can come out and really help people and they trust me and we're yeah. seeing really good results. Yeah. So that's my young riders. Like, like oh, don't be in a hurry to win. I say the worst thing to do for young riders is get your ego and start a lot of them want to buy a bloody grand piano you know get a grand piano without learning the, to be play like Mozart. The only way you're gonna do it is time. Give yourself so much time and don't worry about uh, outcome bees and you know, be genuine to yourself because if you want to be the best, yeah. it's not about winning or losing or who's giving you what. It's about being the best rider you can be, yeah. genuinely. So I think okay. most young riders need to just take. You know, obviously you can get a good schoolmaster helps to learn the moves for sure. It's just so you don't confuse your horse. Yeah. However, you just got to be patient and yeah. learn to ride beautifully. Get a good seat. Don't be in a hurry to pull a horse together yeah. for a ribbon. I think that's the biggest yeah. thing. They just got to learn classically and don't specialise too early. You look in Europe and you look you watch Charlotte and Carl, they can jump with the best of them, man. Yeah. They know how to use a lower leg. A lot of these dressage riders, that's why they sit behind the horse. They haven't learnt to use their stirrup as, an, as a cushion. So yeah. they can't just half sitting, half standing. They end up pinching with their nails and they all ride their stirrups too long. There's no weight through their lower leg. Well, that's rubbish because when your hips down, has to be absorbed behind your heel. Yeah. Hip up, cool. Yeah. Head. 
So that's my suggestion is just be way more pedantic on your own riding. Don't yeah. be in a hurry to win ribbons. Learn to ride. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so yeah. much. Oh. Well done. You can go and drink oh. champagne now. Yeah.